Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Welcome to it Wednesdays here at Hale Varsity. We're powered by Cornhead Lager, Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbel. Hope you do it all right. Hope you had a party at PBA. If you went, if you watched, if you listened and uh, Nebraska back to their winning ways. That's a couple in a row as they embark on, well, a, a treacherous stretch, but doable stretch. Plenty of Nebraska basketball to get into. We'll dive into some Husker football recruiting as Nebraska eyeing the quarterback beyond this uh, next season. And uh, we'll talk with Evan Bland about that Uh, Mike Babcock is already in the green room. You say Babbers and poof, he appears. So we'll talk with Mike Babcock here in about 15 minutes. And then a jock doc to wind us down. Plenty of room for you at 489-1240, 489-1240 or 800-825-5865. Can email the show chris at hailvarsity.com. Different ways to watch and listen. Of course, the Hale Varsity Radio Network, Hale Varsity YouTube can watch the show that way. We have added our friends at 590 on the Twitter feed. So can uh, check out 590 ESPN Omaha. Their Twitter handle, KFOR's Twitter handle as well, and then Facebook as well on KFOR, the Hale Varsity Radio Twitter feed. So there's three Twitter options for you at H Varsity Radio. Give all a follow. Well, what'd you think? You and I don't have to do a nasty, vicious shot out of a Texas Longhorn coffee cup. I thought you picked that Ohio State would cover. Well, we, we, I picked the Nebraska win. Okay. Or did you bring any? Did you bring any poison to put in the glass? I'm sure I have some laying around somewhere in here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just just got. He's got empties. He's got half empties. I'll have to do it during a break so you can't find my secret stash. That's in your drawer. I know where it's at. I don't even think I have a, a stash. No, actually. no. Uh, so Nebraska won. That's big. It didn't look like it early. The story, couple different storylines. One, of course, the Dutchman uh, ringmast was incredible. Went off thirty-four and ten, uh, six of eight from three-point land. Probably, you could argue, one of the best performances in PBA. When we think back to, to all-time performances, I always go back to Harold Miner, Baby Jordan, going for forty-plus against Danny in Nebraska. I saw that. That was 92, I think. But Rink Rink was incredible, and he did it all. He's always been tough. He's been physical, and now he's feeling better. I think that's a big part of it. Uh, We'll get a little bit more into Nebraska, but C.J. 
wheelchair's been big and he showed up huge and quite honestly i i i gotta stop and applaud we'll get to the crop report here in a minute but i gotta applaud fred hoiberg not just because hey they've won a couple not just because they're 15 and 5 the best start since 1991 a historic three seed season but how many guys have the guts as a coach in today's era of college basketball to take one of their streakiest players off the court for an extended period of time mm. and not only replace him with a walk-on, but replace him with a walk-on that's your son. That's all sorts of dicey. And what wasn't happening, um, well, <laughs> Kise was getting beat up, plain and simple, on the defensive end. And there was really no answer. And you have Ohio State and what they were able to do the first 10 minutes of the game. I mean, Elijah, I was listening to that last night, dude. And Nebraska was was a mess. Ohio State was getting anything they wanted. Thornton was big time. Scored 10 points, had several assists. And you, you come in, you say, all right, Sam, you're on him. Sam Hoiberg comes in, and we've seen Sam Hoiberg help flip that switch for Nebraska basketball because of his selflessness, but because of his energy, his intensity, his physicality, his defense helped ignite things, dove on the floor. That meant Nebraska woke up and then stepped to the spotlight rink for a couple of back-to-back threes right around under that five-minute mark. Nebraska never looked back, and then Wiltshire... The exclamation point, he comes in, second half, gives him more breathing room. Northwestern, you you weren't able to, to get comfortable. Nebraska has shown the ability to get comfortable more times than not. They eventually explode on somebody at PBA. They did that last night as they were up by as many as 18 points. So, uh, gutty win for Nebraska. And uh, they kind of snapped out of it. Uh, and Ohio State faded, but a lot of that to me, was because Nebraska had something to do with it. All the right buttons were pushed. Rink, response game, CJ keeps on keeping on. And then, of course, the defensive effort by Sam. Look, Tominaga is going to be okay. You're going to need him, obviously, offensively. But I I was listening to to Kent and Jake, and I'll get into the Peacock story in a little bit. (laughs) But, I mean, you're... In a tight game where you're trading baskets and there was just a a little bit of frustration with Kisei not getting any touches and what's he do? He launches a stupid shot. It's a stupid shot because it doesn't go in. Hmm. I mean, he was hunting his shot and, oh, I haven't touched the ball. I need to catch it and shoot it. There's a little bit of that 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 goes on with him. And if he's making them and it's hot, great. But in some of their losses, not just him, but – he has been a part of it where he's making a tough decision on offense that uh, doesn't help the situation. And uh, that's just kind of the, the give and the take I think you have to have with, with Kisei in that. Well, but you know, good, if, good, if, for, good for having him sit oh yeah. and, and, and getting the results you need defensively to turn the game. Because, like, I mean, with, with Kisei, he'll knock down one of those crazy shots you don't think is going to go in, and you know the next four are going to go down. Or he'll hit, the, the, type of he'll hit the dagger against Northwestern. He'll hit the dagger. He's the guy you have to have on the floor at times this season, but last night was not a game where you needed him on the floor because of, as you said, what you were getting from CJ and what you were getting from Rink, especially from behind the arc. I mean, Connor Clark 
was so close with his C.J. Wilcher X-Factor. Mm-hmm. And you could still make an argument that if C.J. doesn't knock down, I think it was, was it back-to-back shots? Back-to-back back threes half? comes in and pushes that lead back up to nine. Yep, yep, hits the, the, the well, you're talking second half. I'm talking yes. first half whenever Nebraska is down by 10 early in that. C.J. comes off the bench, and what does he do? He knocks down his first two shots, a mid-range jumper, and then a three-pointer, gets PBA right back into it. and The, and, the, and the juice. Sparked yeah. the offense. I think maybe gave Rink a little bit of confidence to start knocking down a couple of threes. And then once the juice is behind that Nebraska team, it really didn't matter from that point on. The student section, I think, was a big factor last night in terms of the life that was behind that Nebraska basketball team and the momentum getting away from Ohio State multiple times in that game. The uh, The student section really willed that team. And, and Rink, to his credit, was great, but... I think if he goes and has a pedestrian type night, Nebraska still goes and wins that game. This type of all-out effort you had from the five guys that were on the floor for most of that second half, defensively, on the boards. I mean, our concern last night was that uh, Ohio State without physical Nebraska. Nebraska, what do they do? They go out-rebound Ohio State by seven, get them by three on the offensive glass, 35 total uh, rebounds for Nebraska in the game last night. They went out physical to Ohio State. And that was a credit to to the fans, I think, pushing that team on. And the five guys you had on the floor for most of that second half with C.J., Bryce Williams, Jamarcus Lawrence, Rink Mastin, and Josiah Alec, those five put in really, really good work defensively on the glass physically. And you know what? You get uh, an exclamation point on top of it with Rink Mast knocking down all his shots and, and 34 total points for Rink Mast. Like, uh... A lot of positives to be, to be taken away from last night, and it wasn't just Rink. Rink's going to steal the the show. He's going to steal the, the the fans' attention on a day like today following that performance. But there was so much more that went into that win last night than just Rink Mass. Well, it was, a, it was a breakout, and he's just another weapon you have. I mean, you he had come in averaging six a game with a boatload of turnovers, shooting, I don't know, 20%. I mean, he was, he was off. Now, he didn't let it get his his hustle or his grit down. He still fought against Rutgers. He still fought against Northwestern. But he was able to, to kind of show his full repertoire uh, against Ohio State. Let's get you the roll call here as we do our starting five. First five members of Hale Varsity's Stream Fan Club. That sounded wrong. Uh, in the stream here, we'll give you a name shout-out. Andrew checks in along with Anthony uh, they tie. We do not have a photo finish, finish here. Uh, Jeff Snitley in at third. Patrick checks in at four. Brandon, five. And uh, as we roll forward, Alan, a uh, new name in here. Uh, Alan, welcome. Eric checks in. Roger says hello. Jeff and Weston also. So thank you much. Anonymous also comes in. You're able to communicate with us via the stream, Hail Varsity YouTube channel or Twitter at HVarsity Radio. So those are some observations last night. Let us get into kind of the latest from Nebraska from a crop report. Net rankings, Nebraska's already all the way up to 46. They continue to climb. I don't have Ken Palm. Do you have Ken Palm? Net, well, net ranking like, seems to be the one that's become fashionable in sure. recent years, though. Kim Palm's still there, but net ranking is the one that's at the top of the list in terms of metrics. What I've got right now uh, from Lenardi is this. Your, your first four out, Gonzaga, Providence, Colorado, Wake Forest. Your next four out, Indiana State, Nevada, Texas, and the University of Florida. The last team out is Gonzaga, 
They have made the tournament for 24 straight years, I believe. The last team in, the Fighting Danas of Oregon. (laughs) And right now with Bracketology, Nebraska is an eight seed. No, nine. Nine seed. Against Seton Hall. Out in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, Your next four for Nebraska. Elijah, would you agree? Pretty vital. Can we fast forward here and split? Does Nebraska need to split with Maryland, with Wisconsin, with Illinois, with Northwestern? That's a big ask. As much as it pains me to say, one in three. Just might get be a one, win. but the one's got to be Wisconsin. No, it doesn't have to be Wisconsin because if you get one, it either means you got Wisconsin at home or you got a road victory. Either way, that's a win. That, that might be too downer on this Nebraska basketball team because I think they're really good, but. Either way, you'd be getting a major win, either a home win against a top 25, a quad one victory, or you're going on the road and getting a victory and kind of getting over that hump, beating the boogie monster, if you will, in terms of the, the road victory. So I think even a one and three could be seen as a win for this Nebraska basketball team, as disappointing as it feel for the fans and as disappointing as uh, we'd probably be here talking about it on the show. One and three, I'll lay it out now. How do you look? Would not be a horrible, horrible outcome over the next four games. How, how do you look against... Maryland on Saturday, tough road environment, doable road environment. And I, but I just, I have zero faith. I have zero faith they go win at Maryland. I think Wisconsin, they'll give Wisconsin all the hell they want. Wisconsin's just really, really good. Mm-hmm. I think you could make an argument Nebraska's going to jump their seeding if they get Wisconsin as well. Because you have a win over over a one seed in Purdue, you would have a win over a two seed in uh, the Wisconsin Badgers. So the way things shake out right now, you have Kansas State is one of the four teams, the last four in. Uh, you have um, South Carolina that's in there. They had a big win at home. They blew out Kentucky, kind of similar to what Nebraska did. And as you break it down with the Big Ten – uh, you're just going to get six teams in right now. That's Purdue a one seed. That's Wisconsin a two seed. Illinois is currently a three. Nebraska a nine. They have Michigan State in, which I don't disagree with, but they have Michigan State as a seven seed. And their strength to schedule Northwestern's well, in. Michigan State, according to Ken Palm, is number 17. I have Ken Palm pulled up. Nebraska's 45. Okay. Michigan State's 17. Northwestern's 10. So you have some margin for error. If you're Nebraska and you you can't step on yourself at home uh, against some of these teams you've already beaten or the get-even games, right? The Rutgers and the Minnesotas that loom. But go go get me one, maybe two in your next four. Get a road win and beat Wisconsin at home. I think you're you're feeling great about February. Can you power rank the importance of the next four, if you will? Like yeah. One being most important. Because I look at that home game against Wisconsin. Wisconsin. It's, it's attainable because you're at home. And then you get them back after losing on the road. So I think that's pretty important. Illinois seems like the hardest game among this four. They just sure. lost at home to Maryland, though. But are they going to lose at home again? I don't know. Nebraska's played Illinois pretty well. So get, I think the most important one, I think the biggest wow win would be Illinois on the road because yep. it's a top 10 road win. But I think Wisconsin's more important. I think so because of the seating and the yep. projection. So give me Wisconsin. I think to get off the schneid and keep this streak going, go get me Sunday. Or go get, go get me Saturday at Maryland. Mm. 
is my, my is my power ranking second. So Wisconsin one, get me Maryland two. Uh, for fun, let's throw in Illinois. <laughs> Northwestern's really good at home. They beat about everybody. Yeah, uh, at least the last year or so. If, if I'm going based on wow. I think Maryland's probably at the bottom of the list, but it, it might be the highest in terms of importance because of getting something rolling and getting, you go uh, get, getting North- some, some, some feel-good going into a tough four-game. You know stretch. what? You, you go get one at Northwestern. I mean, that's, that's a road tournament win. They're, they're in right now as a 10 seed. We'll get Babber's thoughts on the Dutchman's performance. Uh, talk some football with Mike as it is winter conditioning time and uh, his take on... Just where he thinks Nebraska basketball is at. We'll hear from Fred Hoiberg this hour as well. Uh, we get the lowdown from Jason Kelsey on why he was showing his nipples. Hail Varsity continues. We're powered by Cornhead Lager.